Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald with great news to share with our valued 24-7 sports VIP members. As a way of saying thank you, a subscription to a CBS all-access commercial-free plan is now included with your 24-7 sports VIP membership at no additional cost. Watch all of your favorite shows on demand along with exclusive access to GoPowerCat's award-winning and one-of-a-kind coverage of Kansas State sports. Stream more than 10,000 episodes all access originals and live TV, including NFL on CBS games. Enjoy the CBS all access commercial free plan, a $99 and 99 cent annual value for the lifetime of your 24-7 Sports VIP membership. It's an incredible added value for our subscribers, and it's time you probably take advantage of this deal and become a GoPowerCat member. And remember to subscribe to the PowerCat Podcast at your favorite podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here is your PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to a travel edition of the PowerCat Overtime Podcast. We are all traveling this weekend. So what you're hearing on Friday is from earlier in this week. And we're here now. And then we're not there when you hear it. What? I I don't know, man. I kind of got lost in that. Tim Fitzgerald, Riley Gates, Zach Carlson. This is the overtime. Now we've got... Just tons of new people listening to the podcast. The podcast is growing faster than my belly, which should be alarming to everybody. And uh, I need to explain this maybe to you if you're new to the podcast. This podcast is meant to be dumb. The other ones aren't meant to be dumb, even if they are. Does that make sense? This podcast is a podcast when people get to ask us anything and we will generally answer anything. There's some things out of bounds. You know what they are. You shouldn't be asking those things of other people. Yeah. But for the most part, we just have fun. It's Friday. It's your fun day. It's a boy work sucks day. I want K-State football day. And it's tomorrow day. We are sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor Day. I got carried away with the days. They're at the corner of uh, those two streets with a Taco Bell near it. I just advertise for them. Go to the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. You might need some. You just put pause right now on the podcast and go to the fridge and pick up something. It'll help you get through this. Man, you guys are in Austin right now. 
Am I listening to this on the plane Actually, right now? Actually, yeah, That's you're on your question. way to Austin. I'm in, I'm in Vegas right now. Hopefully, as this releases in my hotel room. I actually probably listened to this at the gym this morning, so. Uh, look at him at the gym. It's my cool down time. I walk to this, so if I laugh, the old people look at me. I bet they do. Look at that young thing. I am significantly the youngest person that goes to that gym. Really? So it's my demo at the gym? It's older than your demo at the gym. It's all about cheapness and location. And that's all we'll say. I won't I, I don't feel like I should advertise for people that don't pay us for advertising. Okay. I agree. I agree. And uh, as I mentioned, this one's stripped down. Now, normally in the overtime, we dress it up with a bunch of sound effects, and I literally spend... All day Thursday. A minimum of four hours on it, sometimes six or seven. No time for that this week. I leave early Thursday morning for heaven. Well, Vegas. Didn't want to make it sound like I was going to tie, but who knows where I'm going when that happens. Um, And then uh, I need to get done with stuff. I mean, I've got a pregame podcast. Woe is me. I got to go to Vegas. Oh, so poor thing. we have a special announcement here from John the Seal, who joined us last week as a new cast member. He was fabulous, and we brought him back. Hello, humans. Due to my friends traveling this weekend, there is no fun stuff in this week's overtime podcast. And I didn't go to Vegas. They suck. Now give me a fishy. And now we get to your questions from Wabash Station. From Chris66204, assume Nebraska goes one and two down the stretch this year. How many wins does Scott Frost need the next two years? 2020-2021 to A, keep his job at a school with regular expectations and B, to keep his job at Nebraska where they are perpetually living in the 90s. I am taking so I'm not I am 23 years old. I was born in 1996, so I didn't obviously uh, experience a lot of the Nebraska K-State rivalry that uh, a lot of the the older demographic of listeners went through. That's me. And I am enjoying the Nebraska implosion so, so much. It's so funny that they thought they could go and hire Scott Frost and it would just magically fix all their problems. As if, you know, the head coach was the issue. As if bringing in a coach from from UCF, which claims to be this big fancy football powerhouse because they don't play anybody. They play doormats the entire way. It would just fix everything, all because he's the golden child and the prodigal son. Let me know what you think when you're ready to do so. I find it entertaining. I hope they're not bowl eligible this year. I hope next year they're not bowl eligible. In fact, I hope uh, they lose their football program due to NCAA sanctions for being arrogant for so many years. I guess they're four and five. I was sent a, a direct message from someone whom I respect greatly with a bunch of you know talk about why they left the big 12 and i literally and i respect this guy i think nebraska's made up facts to fit why they left to convince themselves they did the right thing that texas was blowing up the big 12 that's the story you said at the time but it didn't happen so 
everyone else didn't think it was going to happen except for you and Missouri that got together and decided it was going to happen. So I don't really feel badly. Would you take Nebraska back? Yeah, because I don't hold grudges like that. If West Virginia gets kicked out. That's kind of where I'm at. I I would this would be my dream 12 team Big 12 currently. West Virginia moves to the ACC or wherever that we need to get them a landing spot cuz they've been a good member. Nebraska comes back and Arizona and Arizona State join. That would be awesome. I'd take them back just because I mean as much as K-State, KU, Texas fans, whoever doesn't want to admit it. You all take joy in Nebraska losing. Why? Because you still hate them. You still got a rivalry against them, and I think it'd make for a really fun game back in there. That said, and I might be overemphasizing how bad the suckage is. I mean, if they start out next year like they have this year, or they're on this path, you know, they're four and they're four and five right now. If they start like three and five again next year, I gotta think he might get a midseason firing. Willie Taggart. Wow. By the way. Holy crap, 21 games. Here's $17 million. If I if I don't write my stories, will you give me $17 million? No, uh, that's one of my aspirations in life is to suck so bad at my job that I get paid millions of dollars to leave. I got to be honest, man. The coaching buyout life, if you want to put in 20 years of grind, you know, making no money as a GA right. and eventually work your way up to head coach, it's right. it's amazing. You could just coast at, like, age 38. It's perfect. Yeah, if I was – we discussed this with the insiders. If I was Willie Taggart, I'd never coach football again. Nope. I would would never go find an island and say, you know what? I'm done. Yaman, bring me another red stripe. That'd be my life right there. Right there. Uh, So, anyhow, Scott Frost, I'd have nothing against Scott Frost. He was one of the first people to realize Ron Prince was an idiot and insane and left here. Um, But I am finding this weird, unpleasant enjoyment. Like, it's uncomfortable how much I enjoy watching Nebraska suffer. I hope it gets so bad someday they play in Manhattan a non-conference game and after beating them 38 to 10, K-State fans can clap for them as they leave the field. Ouch. Right. From Queso Cat, do you have any tattoos and what would be a good K-State themed tattoo other than a simple power cat and where would you put a new tattoo? I don't think any of us have tattoos, do we? I don't. I don't know. No. Um, I, if I had one, it would express my feelings about tattoos, and it would say "ouch." I'd get a tat. I've I've contemplated that with a tattoo, just like with personal stuff like that. I, if I get one, it's going to be like a meaningful one, not just like "oh, I love the Dallas Cowboys." Here's a star on my leg. No, do it on your calf. So God. when you're at the, leg. I know somebody. I'm not going to say that. Actually, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um. But you just said it. You got to finish. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do it. Who has a Dallas Cowboy tattoo on their? No, butt? it's it's not a Dallas. It's not a sports. I'll tell you off. They have the a air. dolphin diving into their butt crack. Nope, it's God, just on their ankle. Have it's that. on their ankle, anyways. Um, a good K State tattoo. Hmm. Ah, look, I think tattoos with faces creep me out, so that eliminates everyone from that. The basketball jersey back sweat thing on the back, but into a tattoo. <laughs> on your back? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. 
<laughs> you talk about painful. <laughs> that one hurts so bad. If I was a basketball player that had tattoos, I'd be like, yeah, that's what I want. You could tattoo, I don't know. Uh, you know, I would say Anderson Hall, like the outline of Anderson Hall, but maybe you do like Schellenberg, something that nobody would recognize, and there's no reason why you did that. Throckmorton. Throckmorton tattoo. Oh, my God. It's just a box. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting a tattoo of the inside of Umberger 105. Nah, there's no cool tattoos, I don't think, for at K-State. I mean, not to take a dump on I mean, K-State. No, but like, I mean, you could do the logo. you could do power, the power cat. Uh, you could do an old school wildcat head. You'd do the willy. But I'm trying to think, like. Would you do the cartoon flag willy? I mean, if I was going to get a K-State logo, sure. Yeah, I would do the cartoon willy. Chicken crap. But... There, I'm trying to think of like outside the box things you could do, and there's just there's just not really. I guess like, what if you got cat scratch under on, your eyes on your face? It's Ugh. like Mike Tyson. Face tattoos are great. Who asked that question? Queso cat. Queso cat. Oh, what what are we talking about? Get a block of cheese. This is KSU. <laughs> I think we're moving on. From Parker Gates. Oh, This is a man. question for Fitz. Oh, man. It's going to be a Gates-related thing. <laughs> what is your favorite what? memory or moment of your fraternity brother, Mike Martin? Uh, Mike was a good student. Mike caused no problems. Mike was an angel. And he went on to be a professor at Fort A. State, where Parker goes to school. <laughs> It was a, apparently you were a topic of conversation in class last week. How about that? And didn't even bring it up because, so he was unaware apparently that I was Parker's brother. That's funny. It's, and it, you just apparently came up into the conversation. Yeah, well, the reason why probably is Mike also is prostate cancer survivor. So he's one of our three people in my immediate group of friends that have had prostate cancer, which is really weird for our age. Um, no, Mike was just a good athlete, good dude. Went to church every. Uh, he went to church six days a week. What? Yeah, he went to he went to church, except for Sunday. It was kind of weird. They took Sunday off. He was so religious, they let him have Sunday off. Mm-hmm. It was his day of rest from being religious. It's like a get out of jail free card. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. He was he was a huh. prince of a guy. I was hoping he also have a... he also like saved um, kittens from trees and uh, was it. Crime fighter. Uh, when he was in class, he fought crime. Has he, was he a part of a lot of the stories you've told us about your college days? I don't think he was. I I don't think he was involved in the great stealing of the golf cart. Ah, sad. But nobody's really sure who was there because we were all drunk. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Can't wait for you to get asked about that story next week on yep. the overtime. From Purple Cat 271, what is the over under on number of strip club flyers handed to Fitz in Vegas? Uh, I have gotten pretty savvy about not taking those. I just I just ignore them now. Because when you're first there, people, people reach out to you and try to hand you something. You just kind of naturally take it. And, oh, there's a half-naked woman in my hand. Not literally. It's a piece of paper with a half-naked woman and her phone number. And I suspect her name's not Jasmine. Or tiger, kitten. I don't know why I went with an animal reference there. I don't know. So what's uh, how, how awkward is it going to be when you accidentally grab one and you're with your wife? She'll be the one grabbing them. Oh, look at this one. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's what happened. Brad and I are just trying to stay out of Thunder Down Under. We're, we're going to Vegas. There will be three women and two men. We lose any vote, 
So we're just trying to avoid, you know, any of those things. We have a show picked out for Friday night that'll involve drinking. So that's good. A show that involves drinking or yeah. a show you can under? drink at? No, you can drink, you can drink at it. Yeah. No, but that, you're missing my question. Can you order drinks at the show, or is it a show that involves drinking? Like, are you supposed to drink no. in, as a part of the drink show? Drink no. the fireball now. No, yeah. but it is. It, well, the show is called Absinthe, and it's like a circus tent, like fun act. Got it. Do they serve Absinthe? So it's just like. I don't think they do, ironically. Completely inappropriate uh, show, but there's also a bar right there. And the seats I'm hoping I we get. Uh, it, Trying to buy tickets through a group, you know, like five of you, not easy. Uh, the bar is right to my right. These negotiations, are, these things are important to me. So it's just like, hey, there's a show going on. Also, you can have a drink while you watch the show. You need That's to. not as cool. You need to drink while you watch the show because it is completely inappropriate. It's not as awkward. As are there a lot of shirtless men? There is a... Uh, From Australia? No. Oh. No. No. Well, when I went to Vegas, when you sent me to Vegas two years ago for that tournament, I was thunder. I, was with my, <laughs> I think mom made a joke about it, and I was like, no. no she wasn't joking. She wanted to go. I <laughs> probably, know your mother. She probably did. I don't know. But she, I was, uh, I was, people attempted to hand me those flyers. So that was already awkward enough. And then, you know, the type of. Uh, Julie took them, though, didn't I don't, she? No, no. <laughs> I want, do you call them? Would you call people that like those people that walk the street or walk the strip and they like kind of like in costumes? Like, <laughs> are you done? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Would you call them like entertainers? Like when they're in their costumes, like, hey, come take a picture. With they're me. called Street Elmo. Not him. More like half naked cops that, that would real, put you in handcuffs. That was a real cop. And <laughs> like that kind of thing. That was a little uncomfortable. Here's a little Vegas insider tip. But mom had been to Vegas before, so it wasn't like she was rocked by I'm this. I'm surprised she didn't pick up one of those cards and go, this would be a lovely girl for you. I don't know why she sounds like a Jewish mother from the East, but, you know, that's very nice. Um, and he isn't married yet. He's not my married. son. My son. <laughs> He's a nice boy. Um <sighs> Here's a little insider tip for Vegas. Not that it really matters that much, but our Elvis, when we got remarried for our 25th anniversary, informed us of something that you should know. To be a showgirl in Vegas, you have to pass medical checkups, which include STDs. So, if you see a showgirl that is taking photos out on the street or working for someone on a street show, there's a reason they're not in a theater doing it. They were not. They're not certified to be a show or in a casino. They are very clean and very safe, and that's why they're out there. That's a way to look at it. But not all that matters, Riley. It's not like a showgirl's going to go. Oh, hey, I'd like to kick my leg for you. <laughs> I'll be your Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Show me your rocket. Wow, that didn't come out quite right. Yeah. yeah. Work. From KNED, who is the most annoying KU apologist announcer of all time? Bob Davis, Bob Davis, Bob Davis, Max, Gurley, Piper, Hanny, or David Lawrence? Gurley's the one that's on, right? The color I, guy. Right I know now. all these people. I am abstaining. I don't think it. I I get the. I I I don't know them all that personally. I do respect them, but, but I'm not afraid to criticize them. And Greg Gurley. 
I, I just I can't stand listening. They're to doing their job as asked to do by the university. At Kansas State, the university prides itself on a little bit higher independence in their radio announcers. At KU, they want to feel like they're one of them and invested in homers. It's a different approach. I don't think it's very professional or very good, but it's their job. So they do it. I don't know. That said, and I don't mean to take a dig at Bob Davis, but that there there was a, I think it was a Missouri game or an Oklahoma game, one of the two. And it was a, a intense game, and then oh my God, they called an intentional. Foul. How can you call an intentional foul? That's the worst call. I, like I love his reactions, like and like often he'll like exa- like he'll make some exclamation exclamation I don't know today junior he'll get all excited about something there we go and he won't tell you what just happened he's like oh wow that just happened oh what happened bob i go back to my favorite all time i'm in the car many years ago cuz you'll understand why and i've said this on the podcast before tough game Close game, foul called, and he just yells, Ah, they're going to call it on Jacques. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Jacques? Jacques Vaughn. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Folks, he's a really, really good man. But would you all right, would you rather have your your radio announcer like come out and be like that's a terrible call, or <laughs> do kind of like the thing Wyatt Thompson does at times where he's like, you can tell he disagrees with it, but he's trying very politely to say that it's a bad call while also not coming off as a homer. Well, he also doesn't want to get ejected from courtside. Like yeah, that. exactly. Well, Somebody you know, was ejected a couple years ago. Yeah, that he was on the radio. Yeah, yeah like a radio conference was, tournament or something. Oh my god! And then some, I think somebody saw it and they came down and filled in for him from like a different what? like a different team's announcer it was like hey this just happened I'll this is amazing yeah. i didn't know about yeah. that yeah wasn't it uh what's his name that did it the now he's the head of the officials in the big 12 um what's his name oh type in big 12 head of officials uh, he was the same guy I, that kicked out a mascot uh craig burks no that's football oh football sorry you meant sorry basketball he was. I just talked. Walt Anderson. That's who it was, right? No, that's football. Curtis Shaw. Curtis, Curtis Shaw. Shaw. Sorry, I didn't actually know Walt Anderson. Walt Anderson's Walt. an NFL official. That Sorry, did Big Curtis 12. Shaw. Yeah, Curtis, Curtis Shaw. Shaw was. Curtis Shaw was so bad at his job, he had to quit doing it, and then they made him in charge of officials for the Big Twelve. Do you wonder where there's problems? Why does the Big Twelve have problems? The guy threw out a radio announcer. I think it was him, but I know he threw out a mascot once. Play-by-play ejected, announcer rejected by a familiar face. March 8th, 2016, Kentucky? No, Oakland. Oakland's man came in and filled in for... I love when he does this. I'm I'm trying to read it and talk at the same time. (laughs) Pat Adams, yes, the Pat Adams who was teed up by Isaac Humphreys at Texas A&M, ejected the play-by-play announcer for Green Bay for demonstratively arguing a call. The broadcaster, Matt Menzel, was calling the game by himself for radio when Adams sent him back with an ejection. Oakland University's play-by-play man filled in until he returned minutes later. <laughs> what a yeah. story. Well, he I'd just returned on his own? I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> he said, no, so I wasn't Curtis Shaw. I, Curtis, I apologize, but you still sucked as But you know who was on that crew? Who? Doug Sermons. That doesn't surprise me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From WTDD 2001, brand new, welcome. When the that dang is day. When the Dang Day 2001. Put back in 2001. <laughs> Was he born in 2001? Is he 18 or... Did he graduate? Did he did he enjoy the Insight Bowl season <laughs> that much? <laughs> Insight Bowl. Let's go ahead and hopefully the former. <laughs> What's more annoying, KU fans bringing up all time record or the Orange Bowl? I I that's a tough one. The all time record. See, they earned the Orange Bowl. They won the well. They didn't. But for me, it. they stole the Orange Bowl from Missouri. But for me, it's not about. Yeah, go ahead and brag about the Orange Bowl. For me, though, it's not the argument, hey, we won the Orange Bowl. It's how many BCS Bowls does K-State have? KU won the Orange Bowl. Well, K-State won the Fiesta Bowl when it wasn't a BCS Bowl. Yeah, it was the BCA, BA, but something. It was so, the Alliance. Yeah, it was the Alliance. I'm cool with you bragging about the Orange Bowl. Like, that was an amazing season for KU, and you, you, know, you won that game fair and square. But it doesn't matter that it was a BCS bowl game. That's not even a, a relevant topic anymore. I know. Uh, who? Well, that'd be like that'd, that'd be like. Oh, and they do brag about this. Them flaunting the fact that they have two of those BS basketball titles. It's like we have two. K State has zero. Well, they don't do it anymore. Yeah, that's they're they're nuts. Uh, I I don't care what the the record is. You suck in your lifetime. K-State's won yeah, 11 straight games. Who all-time record. <laughs> well, if you were born after 1950 now, I think, is K-State has a winning record. Can I can I argue against K-State fans there? I don't I don't like throwing in that like cap like that's that's very like, oh, let's look for the year that fits our argument and draw the line. I don't at. think it's fitting an argument. It's just saying, hey, just remember Puts it in context. Yeah. I was born in 64, so if you were born in 50, you were almost, you're 69 or 70 years old. And you're too mature to be arguing about an all-time football record. Oh, no, 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 not KU fans. Fair enough. Yep. From Chris66204, if you could have someone do play-by-play for you doing mundane daily activities, would it be Gus Johnson or someone else? It can't be Gus Johnson. It's Kevin Harlan. Speaking of KU guys, Kevin Harlan all day we every day of the week. I love Kevin Harlan as a play by play guy. I think it has to be Jim Nance. Ooh, that's Jim a different Nance approach. Because not everything you do is Hello super friends, exciting. Riley's taking the the uh taco out of the freezer. I don't know. I just screwed that up. <laughs> I was going somewhere taco and then I the got freezer. lost in it. Okay, I apologize. It just yeah, I wake up from a nap. Hello, friends. Here we are, awaking from the nap. 
It's a very peaceful day. Like, he's a calming voice. Not everything I do is that exciting. I don't need, and he's awake from the nap. Riley Gates, That's a two-hour nap. You sound British. <laughs> like drunk. You sound like a British drunk. Hello, gosh, Johnson. Hello, governor. <laughs> he locked that door like a... Ah, oh, dang it, I can't come up yeah, with an analogy on the spot. I'm going to pick David Croft. Sky Sports F1 commentator Ooh. for like everyone. He just I have he's, to go YouTube that. You'll have to. I'll have Fitz put in a clip right here. And it's lights out. Away we go. Verstappen gets an excellent start. Sebastian Vettel needs to cover him off. Kimi Räikkönen on the inside, oh. and he's crashed with Verstappen. He's hit Vettel as well. Räikkönen is out before the first corner. And he's gone into the red ball there as well. Thanks. Appreciate there you go. You're making me do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's we- just a bunch of screaming. <laughs> trying to think if there'd be anybody like can i just get every time something interesting happens the chris collinsworth slide in like i just want i just want him to slide in and give his analysis of of what i just did in my life and then slide back out which i'm missing right now by the way i missed the the chris collinsworth slide in whatever damn cowboy fans wait tonight yeah it's monday night football Oh shoot! That's Sunday. You're so it's, dumb, I'm an idiot. You gonna tune in? You're NBC really right now? stupid. I apologize. You that get was, booger. That was. Oh, you God. get booger. Maybe it's a good thing I'm missing the Cowboys game right now. <laughs> I hate Booger McFarland. Oh, Definitely would not be boogered to narrate my life. That's for sure. Such a strong word. You are so mean. I hate listening to him do his job. Oh, How about that? Man. From Imonica, is there a difference in the pacifier-type mouth guards versus the inside-your-mouth ones? Is it a preference, or do they perform differently? I imagine by pacifier, Imonica means the, the lip guard. Yeah, the lip guard. Yeah. Well, that's a big difference because there's nothing molded around your teeth on those ones. You just, like, bite down on something. No, you mold the mouth guard in there. It's, it's got a mouth guard, and it. it's just got a lip cover on it. I had a different. I had a different one then. Huh? You can boil it the same and mold it. See, I bought one one time, and it had it was just like a flat. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a flat thing to bite down on and and hold it in while the lip guard protected. So it didn't actually go it all the way around. Did not have a tooth a place to put your. Well, that's teeth. not a real mouth guard, folks. This I would is... let you know that they are not talking about their former athletic careers. It gets really rough here in the office. So they sometimes have to wear protection. Well, that sounded bad. <sighs> oh no. Um. Uh, yeah. There, damn, Fitz. Yeah, there's a difference between them. I mean, you got that, and then. It worked I mean, obviously, well if you meet a showgirl. Obviously, the ones that like wrap around your teeth or whatever. There's not. They're not on the outside. We're we still talking about mouth guards. Yes, I'm trying to move girls? on past your comments because we can't cover this up with sound. <laughs> I don't know. The lip guard thing, that was more of an NCAA 2007 make your guy look really cool. I, who you still use? Does anybody still use those? Yeah. Oh boy. I was, well, on the cover of the KU program from this weekend, the guys, the KU player has. I feel like a lot of one. K-State players do, and I'm just being stupid right now. My favorite mouth guard of all time, though, was when Trent Green played for the Chiefs. His mouth guard was, like, perfectly clear, and it didn't look like he was wearing one. <laughs> Absolutely mystified. Maybe I should get one before Vegas in case we do have to go to Thunder Down Under. Yeah. Yeah. 
Can I, aside from mouthpieces real quick, chin straps. Can we talk about the fact that the wow. Green Bay quarterback, Green Bay Packers quarterbacks, like, still use the paper-thin chin strap, and somehow, one, they find that good. Two, those are still legal in the NFL. That's insane to me. What, as opposed to what chin straps? The hard, Literally the anything hard else. Chin strap. <laughs> but, yeah, like a hard protective chin strap. It's just supposed to keep your helmet on. It's it's a one strap thing that you they hardly ever now. wear. You have to have two. I don't think those are two. Uh, Aaron Ro- Aaron Rodgers definitely doesn't have two. Well, he's so old. How they barely old make is him wear he? a face mask. He can wear a leather helmet and his jeans. His right. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has. It doesn't come from above. One. Huh. Just like Brett Favre. It's like it's a requirement. Huh. But like. Those were the chin straps like when we played. If only there was a Green Bay Packers expert in our circle, like in town right now. He left earlier, and he's not in town right now if you're listening to this. Oh, yes, he left. He's in town uh, for basketball. Like those were the chin straps that you got when, like. You get your equipment. Yeah, and if you couldn't, if you didn't have, if you didn't go buy one, a different one, you had to use that, so. I bought. A chin strap. I was not going to wear that cloth thing. Yeah. And then I put the Nike sleeves over it to be real cool. Over your chin strap? Yeah. You have oh. like a sleeve that goes over it. Oh, I thought you meant like arm sleeves, but little sleeves for your chin no, strap. No, not arm little sleeves. Little tiny sleeves. Yeah. Little itty bitty. Okay. From Contra Cat, what is your favorite cut of longhorn beef is what he means, and how do you prepare it? Uh, well, I'm a rare, medium rare guy, so kind of still mooing. Probably just want the porterhouse. Um, yeah, that's what I want. I want the porterhouse. Bradley, what's your favorite cut of beef over there, slash Longhorn? I mean, we don't. I've I've never really expanded too much. Like, do a lot of strips, do a lot of ribeyes. Um. I hadn't uh, the best steaks I've ever had. New York strip is coming up a lot in this podcast. New York strip is the best steak I've ever had. Casey strip. I mean, it's not better than New York. This would be the Austin strip. They're the same thing. It'd be the Austin strip. It's the same thing, but just weird. But it's still better. Hmm. What? How do you cook it? Medium. Okay, I do medium. At least it's not medium well or well done. Yeah, that's Come true. on. Do you use ketchup on it? No. What is it on your hot dog? Stupid Another question. fine meat. It's a stupid question. That's why now you know how I feel about you guys putting ketchup Wait, on your hot dog. So dogs. you put ketchup are you saying you put ketchup on your no. uncooked steak? No. I, I don't put anything on my uncooked steak. It is in its own warm blood. Do you like nuke it in the microwave and you're like, that's a steak? No, you 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 got it. It's it's not rare. Raw is it still cold? Rare is cooked. It's warm, and it's pretty bloody. I like it just less than pretty bloody. Slap it on the ass as it runs across the grill. You got it. Boo! It's a very high pitched cow. Another new one from Texas Cat ninety three. Welcome. Where are you going for Tex Mex in Austin? Mm. I wanted to say that we would like look and try to find something cool, but let's be real. We're gonna eat at two places on this trip. Torchies. Oh, we're going to the stadium. We'll have three places. 
We'll have Whataburger at some point, I'm sure, and we'll have Taco Cabana at some point, I'm sure. Torchies. Got to do Torchies. One coming to Kansas City. Oh, I'm so excited. I will drive to Kansas City and just to get food. We'll get to the hotel late Friday. But Probably we'll stop in Dallas. Do we have a layover? Yeah. We might end up in the Whataburger terminal. We might have enough time to go to Whataburger in the airport, and that is a game changer. There is a Whataburger sort of close to your hotel because you're at the Homewood Suites up at the airport, right? There's no Whataburgers near the airport. I've been to one. I mean, it wasn't Re- like not really close, but there's kind of close. Yeah, I went to one once. I'm going to sit this one out. Thank you. I don't know. I'm, I don't have it. I don't feel like fighting with Fitz. I've been I one. did have a strange moment many years ago. Uh, Wagcat was involved in this. And we went to a place to kill some time. It was called the Landing Strip. And it, the reason we did it, it was tourists. God, you're lucky your wife doesn't listen to this podcast. She knows the story. Uh, and it was the gentleman's club used in varsity blues nice it was very straight all right now i really want to go just to say it's i've been very straight. i don't think it's open anymore and let me I give it a 10 a 10 let me put it this way it was uh, we got in during the day and the day crew i would have been one of the more attractive women dancing Eesh. yeah that's what it was it was not good mm-hmm. well speaking of white cat oh boy Last question on the podcast is, which Whataburger should I post at to catch a glimpse of the GPC crew? And Wags, <laughs> you know it's the one on MLK. This is the Whataburger that Zach and I went to. This is the only Whataburger I think we've been to. Oh, no, we tried going two years ago, and we wanted to go inside, but it was closed. See, I wasn't there. Oh, that was so weird. Yeah. I've never seen that. They'd close the inside. The lobby was closed. Before basketball last year, Zach and I went to this one on MLK. And pulling up to it, I was like, eh, I'm a little iffy about this location. It's not the cleanest Whataburger I've ever been to. Yeah, it was daylight, so that was good. But even in the inside, we were just kind of like, eh, this is, let's eat our food and get out of here. There is an NBC Suites right across the bridge from downtown that we've stayed at in the past. I stopped staying there because the parking's so weird. But there is like a Whataburger two blocks away you can walk to. Neat. That was a good story. Man, I'm telling you what, you don't get stories of that quality, of that sincerity uh, on normal podcasts from us. That really put a bow on the quality of this podcast that lacked any sound effects except for one Formula One sound bite and a talking seal. That's it for the overtime. We're sponsored by The Fridge. They're awesome. Go see them. And go say hi to these guys in Austin. And if you see them, talk like a seal. Then they won't know what you're saying. I don't know. If you see me in Vegas, pretend like you don't know me. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.